You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. This is your boy, Dane Martinez. They call me Speeds, the spitting statistician. And you're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And, of course, we are joined with all our sports byline affiliates and, of course, the American Forces Radio Network, which makes this truly a global experience. So strap on in for the next hour. If you want to get at me this hour, you can at 844-843-6879. You could also follow us on at FNTSY Radio. You could also catch me at Spittin' Speeds. We're going to have some poll questions up. We're going to have fun, though. I'm telling you, it feels like spring. I got my boy Donnie Burns with me on the ones and twos. So hot that we sweat steam. How you feeling, Donnie? Not too bad, Dane. How we doing? We're doing good. We're doing good. What I want to do real quick before we get into the meat of the show, we're going to get into the starting cipher. I'm going to give you Speeds' starting lineup. And, of course, we're going to put the fun in Functional Sports Radio. But let me let you know what two polls we've got up this hour. So you can go on that FNTSY radio Twitter handle and you could vote. Let us know. First of all, we had the Masters over the weekend. So I want to know about golf. And I got to admit, I'm something of a novice when it comes to golf. But I'm hearing about this rule where you can call in. The viewers can call in and challenge and call rules and fractions. And I don't know how I feel about this. So my first question for you up on that Twitter poll is, do you agree with this rule where fans can call in for potential rules and fractions and violations and actually give the golfers penalties? Let us know how you feel about that. I also have another poll question up because this is the last week of the regular season in the NBA. The playoffs get started next weekend on Saturday. So there's a couple of interesting storylines going on, in my opinion. And I want to know, what do you think is the biggest storyline? Is it concern over the Cavs and their defense, them blowing a 26-point lead? Is it this MVP race that we've been talking about for a long time, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, and some others? Or is it teams tanking, the players rest? I know my boy Donnie Burns is going to have something to say. You know Speeds the Spittin' Statistician is going to have something to say. So come on right back. Holler at your boy. It's the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and, of course, across the country on our Sports Byline affiliates and around the world with American Forces Service Radio. Come on right back. We're going to have some fun. You know what it is. This is your boy, Dane Martinez. You're listening to the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And, of course, I want to give a big shout-out to all our sports byline affiliates across the country and the American Forces Radio Network around the world. Let's get it started right now with my boy, Donnie Burns, on the ones and twos. Let's give you speeds as starting lineup. The stuff you need to know around Major League Baseball. First, some news and notes from over the weekend. Gary Sanchez, the Yankees catcher, is headed to the DL with a bicep strain. They're saying that he is going to miss about four weeks. Make sure you have uh, contingency plans at catcher. Buster Posey left today's game after getting hit in the head with a 94-mile-an-hour Taiwan Walker fastball. He left the game. We'll have to see uh, an update on that to see if he's in the next uh, Giants game. Jackie Bradley Jr., 
Also, headed to the DL with a hyperextended knee. Remember, it is the 10-day DL, not the 15-day DL, but uh, Jackie Bradley will be messing, missing for the rest of this week for the uh, Boston Red Sox, at least. Trey Turner also going to the DL for the Washington Nationals with a hamstring strain. A lot of hamstring strains going on in Major League Baseball. And uh, there's another one today. Gene Segura leaves the game today against the Houston Astros. He strained his hamstring. We're going to find out a little bit later on this week when I bring back licensed certified athletic trainer Thomas Lowe. We're going to ask, is this common? Is it common to get this many hamstring injuries early in the season? It seems like that happens not only here in baseball, but also in the NFL early in the season. We're going to try and find out from the, from our trainer, a friend of the program, and see if that's a, that's a common thing early in the season. Hanley Ramirez still out with the flu for the Boston Red Sox, and Xander Bogart's flight was canceled coming back. He was on the bereavement list. He should be fine, and Xander Bogart should be back in the lineup tomorrow. Tomorrow. I'll tell you what, Speeds, the Smitten Statistician, knows about the flight issues coming from the Caribbean. And uh, when we have a little bit of fun in functional sports radio a little bit later on, we're going to be talking about airplanes uh, and some things you might have seen on the Internet that happened on airplanes today. Phillies manager Pete McCannon met with uh, Jenmar Gomez about the closer role. I was... Uh, like many other people, thinking it was going to be Hector Norris taking over for Jenmar Gomez, but instead it is Joaquin Benoit. So go get Joaquin Benoit if he is still on your waiver wire. Also want to talk about the impact of blisters because, uh, you know, not only do a lot of guys have tight hamstrings early in the season, but I'm hearing a lot of, about blisters for pitchers. Very interesting, though. Uh, Thor, Mr. Syndergaard, seemed to be just fine after his blister issue. He, over the weekend, went seven innings, giving up only one run with nine strikeouts and a win over the Marlins. On the flip side, though, Rich Hill is going to the disabled list with the very same blister issue. I wonder what is the difference. We'll maybe ask the, the trainer that as well. Interesting note. Everybody just chill. It's only one week, okay? But... After one week, the Diamondbacks, Twins, Reds, Angels, and Rays are all in first place. All of those teams won less than 75 games last year. I kind of think that those guys will find their way back to the bottoms of their divisions. But anything can happen in a given week. What I want to do is catch you guys up on... uh, Remember, on Friday's show, I gave you the starting pitchers that I liked all weekend long. And, of course, we hold ourselves accountable here on the Fantasy Freestyle. So I got to tell you, I had a decent weekend. I told you that I liked Cardinals starters all weekend long against those Cincinnati Reds. Mike Leak on Friday was one of them. He got a quality start, eight innings pitched, giving up only one run with six strikeouts. I hope you listened to me when I said to pick him instead of a guy like Francisco Liriano, who got lit up and has one of those ERAs now that's something like 135, something like that. Hopefully you use Mike Leak on Friday. I also told you that I liked Michael Waka on Saturday. All he did was get a quality start and they win, giving up only one run in six innings and striking out six. I also told you guys that the way to win in DFS is sometimes to pay up for the stud pitchers when you have them in good matchups. And I told you that the San Francisco Giants in San Diego with their one and two pitchers over the weekend, I thought that was good money. What'd they do? Mad Bum, eight innings pitched, two earned runs, five strikeouts. He got you a quality start. Johnny Cueto, yesterday, seven innings pitched, two earned runs, seven strikeouts. He not only got you the quality start, he also got you the win. 
Let's talk about who I like tonight. I think there's two uh, two starting pitchers that you got to go with tonight. Benny Riccardi gave him to you, gave him both to you in that last show, the DFS lineup lock. You got to pay up for Jacob DeGrom tonight. $10,000 on FanDuel. He's the second choice behind uh, Lester, I do believe. I like that. Listen, six strikeouts in six innings in his last start. He's going to be a guy who gets you a strikeout per get you a strikeout per inning. I like that, even on the road against what I consider a light-hitting Philadelphia Phillies team. The other guy I like is Brandon Finnegan. Uh, we talked about this. Uh, he looked like a beast in his first time out. I think he could replicate that again in that matchup right now. They are in the first inning against the Pirates. Uh, Cincinnati may be working to get him a lead early on. We'll keep an eye out on that and all the rest of the scores around the league as we continue on here on the Fantasy Freestyle. If you want to talk to me about anything that we're going to be talking about, the poll questions, your DFS lineup for the weekend, or what you're doing tonight, you can holler at me at 8 Four four eight four three six eight seven nine, and as always, you could also put in questions at FNTSY Radio on Twitter or at Spittin' Speeds to holler at me, Dane Martinez. The other thing I'm going to tell you uh, tonight: we got the Rockies at home in Coors against the San Diego Padres. The Padres are throwing Jared Cozart. Jared Cozart did not make the Padres rotation coming out of spring training. And you ask yourself, who did make the Padres rotation coming out of spring training? You know, I mean, it wasn't Jared Cozart, and that means he's going to be throwing batting practice. Get all the Rockies you possibly can into your lineup, but don't sweat it. You also can get some Padres in your lineup. There's some cheap options, okay? Guys like uh, guys like Margot, guys like even Janikowski. If you want some steals in the two spot. The other thing I'm going to tell you, we've got some great two start weeks coming this week. I already mentioned Jacob DeGrom. We talked about Finnegan. One guy I kind of like, he already had he already had one start today. If you look at that Astros-Mariners game, you got uh, Paxton and you got Charlie Morton. I like both of them. In their second start this week, especially Morton, he will be at Oakland, the light-hitting Oakland team in the Oakland County Coliseum. I like that moving forward. I also want to tell you, you know, here on the Fantasy Freestyle, what we do is uh, we do a little bit of diamonds in the rough and we do our fantasy fugazis, people to forget about. And I'm going to tell you, going into this weekend, you would have never guessed it, but Yasiel Puig was number one on the player Raider with a 1.813 OPS. And then in Colorado, okay, fine. It faded down to 1.164 for the season. It's down to number 12 on the player Raider. But here's what I think is most important. What's most important is I think Yasiel Puig may have his head finally on straight. Check this out. Quotes from Yasiel Puig. And I quote, You have to behave yourself and get here early to prepare. That's how things go the right way. You you would not have heard that out of Yasiel Puig. You would not have heard that out of Yasiel Puig, uh, you know, seasons ago. Okay. Now, here's another thing. Out of Yasiel Puig. I don't think these are quotes you were going to hear like two, three years ago. Okay. He's also consciously looking to change his launch angle. Remember I told you about how people are looking into these advanced stats and the launch angle is one of them. He's now saying, and I quote, 
What I think about is putting the ball in the air, or else I will have no money in my pocket. He knows that the way for him to get a deal is to hit these fly balls. They go over the wall. Those power stats are where it is. Here are my fugazis for you, okay? And unfortunately, a lot of these guys are heading to the DL. I'm talking about rookies. Gary Sanchez, before he went on the DL, entering that series, was 1 for 14 with a 142 OPS. Now we're going to have to wait four more weeks to hear him. Trey Turner was 2 of 13 before going on to the DL with a strand. Uh, with a strained hamstring, and Chris Bryant started the season going 0 for 13, doing a little bit better now, got seven hits over the weekend, but uh, maybe raising the banner in Wrigley will help him out. We will see. Check it out. When we come back, we're going to get into Speed Cypher here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We're going to talk about these golf rules. We're going to talk about the most important story leading into the NBA playoffs. And we're going to have a guest here who was at Yankee Stadium for the home opener. Michael Pinata looked really good today. We'll talk about that. I'm your boy, Dane Martinez. We'll be right back. what it is. This is your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician, and we are back on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and of course, want to give a big shout out to all our sports byline affiliates across the country and also around the world with American Forces Network Radio. We have a special guest here. I'm going to tell you something. We're here in New York, here in uh, Rock and Riley Studio 34, right across the street from Madison Square Garden, in the shadow of the Empire State Building, and as you may or may not know, the Yankees without Gary Sanchez, had their home opener today, okay? So I'm a Yankees fan. I'm a Yankees fan. So earlier this morning, I got a text from one of my friends asking me if I'm at church today. And, and, and you might ask yourself, what, is the, what do you mean? Palm Sunday was yesterday. It's not Easter yet. What are you talking about? Church is Yankee Stadium, okay? Church is Yankee Stadium. I was not going to church because I had to get this show ready. But what do you know? I'm on the air, and all of a sudden, my homegirl, Miss Lindsay McNeil, comes on into the studio straight from Yankee Stadium. How you doing, Lindsay? Hello, lovelies. How you doing? Okay. Happy church day. Happy, Happy opening. opening day. Absolutely. Church opening day was lovely. I had so, so tell much me, fun. Tell me, tell me. How, what was the atmosphere like? There was no banner to hang. But what was it like there for the Pineda start, uh, you know, getting to see some of the baby bombers introduced on the baseline. Was there a new, a renewed sense of optimism for Yankee fans in the building? It was so lovely being in the building. It was a great excitement, energy. There wasn't a hit till about the seventh yeah, inning. Yeah, so tell me about this. I call Michael Pineda usually Michael Pinata because he gets beat down most of the time, but he had his good stuff no, today. No, it was absolutely amazing. We were just all screaming and we kept being, oh my God, oh my God. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends kept saying, is it no hitter? And I was like, uh, shut up, That's shut right. Up. You're not supposed to say did, not did, to say did your friend jinx the no hitter? Well, I didn't say jinx, but when he finally did leave his seat at the what was it, the, the middle of the half of the seventh, the seventh inning, inning yep. it was right after that we did the YMCA. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say he jinxed it, but it was a great game. Everyone was happy. It was 74 degrees. It was great. It was day after beautiful, Palm Sunday. It was, we were just enjoying the energy. Beautiful Everyone was day. so happy. Beautiful day in the stadium. A great time to see a game. Now tell me, Lens, what do we expect for the Yankees this season? You know, we're kind of on the upswing. We cleared out. All 
all the old money with the Yankees, and we are moving forward with a sense of optimism. Kids like Bird and Sanchez, neither one of whom you saw today. But do we do we feel good about some of these young kids? Do we think they're going to take that next step? I am. I just feel like it's a whole rejuvenation, rejuvenation, rejuvenation. Rejuvenation. We beat Orioles yesterday, and I know Adam Jones does play for the Orioles. I just feel so happy. It's a great way to start out the church. It's a great new day, a new beginning. I just, we just need this. I feel like it's a great way to start. I think we're going to, We'll do hit playoffs. We'll do a lot of great things. Fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Lindsay McNeil, for joining us on the show today. Listen, here at Studio 34 at Rock and Riley's, you can just stop on in. Speed's the spitting statistician. We welcome all guests. We welcome callers at 844-843-6879. You could also catch us at FNTSY Radio. Catch me at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter. Ask your questions. We get them answered during the show. I got a couple of poll questions because I know you are a lady that loves all sports, including the NBA. And Don't so, get me started. I know. I know. Well, we're about to get started. One of the poll questions we have up right now that you can answer right now on that on the Twitter on FNTSY Radio is what is the biggest storyline going right now in this NBA season where we are? Do you think it is concern for the Cleveland Cavaliers? Remember, they, they blew a 26-point lead. We don't know if they're really feeling right. That's option A. Or is it this MVP race we're talking about? You got Russell Westbrook and is averaging a triple-double, but many people, speeds including, th- thinks that James Harden is a legitimate MVP candidate playing all the games, playing through injured wrists and the like, or... Or was it the third topic? Yep, yep, yep. Or is it this idea of the NBA resting their players and the teams resting their players so much, maybe on the second night of back to backs or what have you? You know, this this issue with them resting all the time. Or is it my fourth choice, which is the idea of all these teams trying to tank? The Lakers are trying to tank, but they've won four in a row. It's not really helping them. Of these, which do you think is the biggest storyline in the NBA right now? I feel like the biggest story is Russell Westbrook going sure. for it. Uh, listen, I'm sorry, and everyone talking about LeBron all the time. There's all these other teams. Great. LeBron lost last night. He's not God. I'm sorry. The other years, I don't think he should have had as many rings. People could come for me. Bring your hate. I think sometimes he flops or he yells at. Okay, okay. So clearly not a LeBron fan. What what was that? How about them Yankees? Clearly not a LeBron fan. I'm I'm a LeBron fan, but so many times he thinks he should get every foul call. Yesterday was a great game. It was a great day in sports. Absolutely. The Yankees beat the the Masters. The Masters. We had great baseball. We had so much going on yesterday. My brain almost exploded. Well, we don't want that to happen, Lindsay. Thanks so much for joining the Thanks show for on, the fantasy, on the Fantasy Freestyle. Come on back anytime. We're getting to our news and notes there. We talked about the NBA. We talked golf. We talked uh, MLB opening day for some teams at home, including the New York Yankees. But I got some news and notes from the NFL as well. There is uh, more than just smoke. I think there is fire here. Albert Breer now reporting that Malcolm Butler may wind up going to the Saints, but if he does, and if he does, Richard Sherman. We know he's on the trade dead on the trading block. He may go to the Patriots. Remember, the Patriots really prioritizing coverage over pressure on the quarterback, signing Stephen Gilmore from the Buffalo Bills um, earlier on in free agency. The Atlanta Falcons have signed Desmond Trufant to a five-year, sixty-nine million dollar extension. They say the next person to get their contact will be Devontae Freeman. Um, they're going to try. They're going to try and give him an extension before camp. He's still playing on the last. 
last year of his rookie deal, making only $1.8 million. Keenan Allen of the Los Angeles Chargers says that he is at 85% coming back off his ACL injury. And in Denver... Head coach Vance Joseph says that Trevor Simeon is a full go for OTAs and that he will be in a competition with second-year quarterback Paxton Lynch and that it is 50-50. It can go either way. Like I said, I got two poll questions up. And thanks again for Lindsay for stopping by here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The first poll question I had was what was the biggest storyline in the NBA in this last week of the season? You heard the options. You heard Lindsay's take on it. She was very happy after her day at Yankee Stadium during the day celebrating opening day at Yankee Stadium. Here's my other poll question for you. Do you agree with this golf rule where fans can call in that are watching it and they can call in with potential rules infractions or violations. Yes or no? I don't think I don't think this is viable, okay? Listen, I loved watching the Masters, Sojiro Garcia winning. There was great drama in the back nine with Justin Rose. I saw them, you know, they were friends, they had camaraderie, I saw them high fiving, stuff like that. But I don't know how I feel about this idea of uh, viewers being able to call in for infractions. I saw it possibly with Sergio Garcia when he was in the pine needles, moving them around, but this happened with Lexi Thompson. Lexi Thompson on the LPGA Tour got a four-shot penalty for um, remarking the ball on the green, kind of not in the same exact area. But what I don't get is how fans can call in or email and actually actually impact the standings and impact the leaderboard. This is not cool with me. Golf, anyway, has this weird honor system anyway, right? In place where they got to, you know, mark themselves down. I don't know how I feel about this. You also, you got rules officials walking over the grounds all over the place. Why? Why aren't those enough? Because here's the thing. When you're watching on TV, obviously it's the guys at the top of the leaderboard. Obviously it's the headliners and the big names that are on more. Right? I think it's completely unfair. I do not think this should be the case. And if you look on that poll right now on FNTSY Radio, it's 93% of you agree with me that this is a ridiculous rule. I don't, I, I don't understand how they could do that. You never can, like in the NFL, have a fan call in and be like, nah, 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 he didn't get his second foot down. You can't, in Major League Baseball, be like, nah, he looks safe and call in and actually have them change that. I don't know why that's the case in golf. I'm a novice. You know, I was like, I liked watching it. I liked watching Sunday at the Masters, but that rule really gets my goat. Let's keep it moving, though, real quick here. In the cipher, on the fantasy freestyle, I'm going to tell you something. I mentioned last week that Amazon won the contract to stream Thursday Night Football, and they got it for $50 million that they're paying for this. And to me, this big brings up a larger issue. It brings up a larger issue of... Uh, you know, people cutting the cord, you know, and not really using cable TV anymore, going to all these streaming services, the Netflix, the Hulus, the Amazons, the HBO Go's, the Playstations and all that. And it makes me really wonder what's going to happen when this new TV deal is up in the NFL, because uh, I think this is the way it's going. And quite frankly, if you want to know the truth, live sports is really the only thing that is still really kind of reality must-see TV. We're in, a, we're in an on-demand streaming kind of world, but the only thing you really need to see when it's going on live now is sports. That's what makes it, you know, that's what makes the ad dollars so much there. That's what mean you know, because people need to tune in. You can't just be there the next day and, you know, not know what happened on the water cooler, but you can say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm two episodes behind 
find in Game of Thrones, please don't tell me. That flies at the water cooler at work. What doesn't fly is, oh, I got I got that basketball game on DVR. Don't tell me. You know, so what Amazon is looking to do is work with these sports leagues and maybe in their Amazon Prime package have live streaming for the NBA, the NFL, Major League Baseball, you know, things like Major League Soccer. And I really think that's where it's going to go. I want to know what you think. You can holler at me at 844-843-6879. I think I'm, when I move next, I'm not going to get cable again. I'm just going to get these streaming services because that's where it's at. But can you do that? And still get sports. It looks like that will be the case a little bit later on. What I want to do is check out these poll questions that I have for you right now. 43% of you agree with my homegirl, Lindsay, saying that the MVP race is the biggest story right now to finish up the NBA regular season. 27% of you think it is concern for the Cleveland Cavaliers because right now they are just tied for the one seed with the Boston Celtics. 22% of you think it's tanking teams. Thanks. Uh, big shout out to someone who wrote in vote talking about resting players that's skyfly dfs when we come back we're gonna put the fun in functional sports radio i'm your boy dane martinez speeds and spitting statistician shout out to the sports byline affiliates american forces radio network come on right back fantasy freestyle world you know what it is this is your boy dane martinez speeds the spitting statistician you're listening live to the fantasy freestyle on the fantasy sports radio network and of course on our sports byline affiliates around the country and with the american forces radio network around the world hey donnie burns i'm bringing donnie burns in yo that was crazy i had a little guest appearance from my homegirl Lindsay. i gotta tell you what happened here okay a little bit of inside radio i was telling everybody at the start of the show it's like 70 75 degrees out Everybody's feeling good, and it was the home opener for the New York Yankees today, okay? And so apparently, uh, my homegirl, Lindsay, who just joined the show, Don, do you know who she was sitting next to at the Yankee game today? I think I have an idea because she just came into the control room. Oh, wow! And she yelled, that's Dane. I'm like, oh, that's my guy. Batting down the the hatches. Apparently, she was sitting next to our fearless leader, Mike Cardano, at the Yankee game. And so, you know, one thing led to another. They hollered at some ushers. They had some people come around and bless them. And uh, they had a good old time at the stadium. And, and, uh, you know, the tornado swept in here to Studio 34 during Fantasy Freestyle. Yeah, that's awesome. It's always good to have lively friends of Dane Martinez. Absolutely. You know how we do. You know how we do. But, uh, Donnie, I want to get to you, my friend, because you are the resident NBA correspondent here on the Fantasy Freestyle. And, you know, I got this poll question up. A lot of people talking about the MVP race, tanking teams. But what I want to find out from you is, are you concerned about the Cleveland Cavaliers, specifically their defense? You know, they're now tied for the one seed with Boston, and uh, they seem to be kind of off a little bit, petering to the end of the regular season, talking a lot of smack, and... um, are you concerned about the Cavs? A, a little bit, and I'm not uh, not really concerned in their play because if you watch them play against the Celtics, they played really well. The one thing I did, I actually read up on today, is they're going to be resting LeBron, Kyrie, and Kevin Love in this next game. I believe it's against the Heat. Okay, they're, they're tied for the best uh, right for the record. one seed in the East. I don't like how they're. You know what I mean? Like all the right. talk they're of the resting, that, they're going to need that home court. Yeah, all against the talk Boston, of that resting right now. And, 
and you do that when you're tied with the one seed, it's a little iffy for me. Yep. But their play, I'm not worried about. They always show up in the playoffs. Like LeBron said, he's the last person to be talking about a regular season game. But to be doing that as a coaching standpoint during a time when they're talking about resting being kind of iffy and mm-hmm. being tied for the first place in the Eastern Conference, a little iffy, but not the play. I'm not worried about the play. All right, all right. We might have to make another one of our uh, little gentleman's bets over here, Donnie Burns, because I am I'm very concerned about the Cavs. I really am. I mean, I do still think that ultimately they'll make it out of the East, but... I think that these West Coast teams that they or Western Conference teams that they're going to have to deal with are going to wind up putting it on them. They're way too good. I think whether it's Golden State, I think whether it's San Antonio, to be honest, I think the Rockets can sleep, put it on them too. Don't sleep on the Houston Rockets. D'Antonio is seven seconds or less making uh you know making James Harden a legit MVP candidate. So I am also concerned. We'll keep tabs on that throughout the week. The playoffs do in fact in the NBA start on Saturday. Um, here we go though, Donnie. We're going to put the fun in functional. Sports Radio. I got another, you know, we got another 10 or 15 minutes before we hit Fantasy First Look on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network where my boys Frankie Stanfill, Joe Galina, the Fantasy Jesus, and Mike Florio will be bringing it to you from 8 to 10 p.m. here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. But, uh, Don, for a month now, we have been aiming on a quest to crown the greatest TV show of all time. And I got to tell you something. We have the winner, Donnie Burns. We had the finals. You know, for those of you who uh, you know don't listen to the show regularly and aren't caught up, we had the sitcom region, we had the drama region, we had the animated region, and we had the reality TV region that made a final four of Seinfeld, Simpsons, Breaking Bad, and the Cinderella was out of the reality region was Cops the seven seed, despite my homegirl Erlon from the Las Vegas season of Real World coming on the show and lobbying for her cause. Then we had a finals matchup, which was Seinfeld versus Breaking Bad. And I put up a poll to determine the champion over the weekend. And I got to tell you, I got to tell you, Don, for stretches in the weekend, it was literally 50-50. Hundreds of people voted. And it was literally 50-50. We closed the polls only a few hours ago. And I am pleased to announce that the, the winner of the TV Greatest of All Time 2017 Fantasy Freestyle Tournament is... Can I get a drum roll, Donnie Burns? We got a drum roll or something there? We don't have a drum roll. That's okay. Can you picture the drum roll happening in your head? The winner is... Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad is, as per the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and the Fantasy Freestyle viewers and listeners... The greatest TV show of all time. Big shout out to Benny Riccardi who called it earlier on in the tournament. That's what Benny Riccardi does. It gives you what you need to win your leagues and win that cash. What do you think, uh, Donnie? Uh, a deserving champion? Yeah, well, shouts out to uh, Benny Ricciardi, the lobby master of the Breaking Bad. He really Bad. did. He really did. He was retweeting the poll because it was like 51-49 in Seinfeld's favor at one point on Saturday. And I saw him retweeting it, trying to get all those uh, Breaking Bad hashtags in there. Um, and hey, he did. It was court advantage. Eh? It was. It was. With 51% of the vote, Breaking Bad takes it home. So we're going to have to find out what we do next here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Remember, we had Speeds versus the Kids in the NFL playoffs. We've been doing uh, the TV greatest of all time. We're going to have to do something else to put the fun in functional sports radio. Let's keep it moving, though, Donnie Burns. I don't know if you were with me at the end of the week. I think it might have been my man Chris Bavona on the ones and twos, but um, I talked a little bit about UFC 210 on Friday's show, and apparently Pearl Gonzalez was about to be disqualified 
in her first uh, in her first main card bout with the UFC. Do you have any idea why this was going to happen, Donnie Burns? I do not. You don't? Okay, good. I'm glad you don't. She had been disqualified. Get ready for this. Because she had breast implants. No. And they said she was disqualified because it was a health risk. They said that because they were risk the risk of uh, them rupturing. Yeah. Right. So she was disqualified. However, the New York State Athletic Commission then overturned their decision. And Pearl Gonzalez was able to compete in UFC 210 over the weekend. Too bad she lost, though, in the third round. She was submitted by a rear choke. So she wound up losing. Now, yo, the New York State Athletic Commission did not look good after UFC 210 for a number of reasons that I want to talk to you guys about. Not only was this, this, there this fiasco with Pearl Gonzalez and her implants, um, in the main event, in the main event between Weidman and Masawi, um, they kind of stopped it. They stopped it by accident. They didn't know if, uh, you know, there was strikes to Weidman when he was on the ground, and, and the ref... And the ref gave him a standing A count. And then they said, oh, wait, we don't know if these strikes are legal, if they're not legal. And then the doctor came in and stopped the fight. Nobody really seemed to know what was going on. I blame the New York State Athletic Commission on this one with this, the reversal of the Pearl Gonzalez disqualification. And then also Daniel Cormier in the weigh-in for UFC 210 uh, weighed in and then was able to weigh in again five minutes later after taking a towel off, and it helped him lose 1.2 pounds. The New York State Athletic Commission had a lot of work to do, a lot of egg on their face here. I'm hoping that um, I would love there to be events here in New York, but it does not look like the UFC wants to come back too many times, especially after you know some of the mishaps they had here. But let's keep it moving. I'm going to put the fun and functional sports radio here on the Fantasy Freestyle. This is your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. Donnie, the uh, the no fun league in the NFL has struck again. There we go. Has struck again. Uh, you may you may have seen this. There was a um, there was an arm wrestling tournament in Las Vegas over the weekend. I know you exactly saw this? Where this is going up. You saw this? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So um, there's this arm wrestling tournament going on in Vegas, and something like thirty NFL players participated. Big names though, James Harrison, and the other big name is Mr. Marshawn Lynch, who was competing in this uh, tournament. And uh, the NFL has now said that participating players were in violation of the league's gambling policy and will face fines. They said had they been asked in advance if this was acceptable, they would have said it was in direct violation of the gambling policy. No one sought pre-approval from the NFL to allow their players to be in this, uh, in this arm wrestling tournament. Now here's what I want to know. How, what what is this gambling policy that guys can't be in Vegas in a in a arm wrestling tournament, but yet you can up and move the Raiders to Las Vegas? And you know you had a policy about referees not being able to be in Las Vegas during the season. You're obviously going to have to change that. You're legalizing and embed. You know owners are are part shareholders of places like DraftKings and FanDuel. They're so embed with. You know, the gambling industry, you even see now on ESPN and in other networks, them talking about the point spreads, talking about bad beats. And if, by the way, if you didn't see the worst beat of the NBA season, the Grizzlies-Knicks game at the end of the year, please go ahead and search for that video. Uh, the Grizzlies were 12.5-point favorites. They were up by 10. And guy in the Grizzlies, uh, Wayne Baldwin, just puts up a ridiculous prayer half-court shot, and it goes down to give them a 13-point win on a 12.5-point spread. They said he did it because uh, all the fans got like tacos or something if they hit the century mark, which is what they did with that shot. But I digress. Um, 
So this arm wrestling tournament is going to air on CBS over Memorial Day weekend. I bet the NFL just wants a cut of the money here. I bet because, you know, what they're saying is no one sought pre-approval. I bet I bet they just wanted a cut of it, you know. Um, what do you think, Donnie? You think this is like – I think this is egg on the face of the NFL. Like they need to get their policy straight. Yeah, so here's my thing on this. I heard this today, and yep. it seems that uh, all the participants will be getting reprimanded. And fine. I think they're getting yeah, However – the Marshawn Lynch thing is a little weird because it looks at this point in time that he's moving towards coming back. Right. So I'd wonder how they deal with that. You know yeah, I, mean? I don't know. Because well, well, he's not, as of right now. No, he's still under contract. He's still, yeah. Uh, he, yeah, he has, the Seattle Seahawks have his rights, which is why he can't just come out of retirement. The, the, the Seahawks have to agree. But apparently he won't be getting fined he as won't of be getting right fined. now. Well, you know, that's all Marshawn Lynch is trying to do, not get fined. Beast if you remember mode. the Super Bowl. That's Beast all mode. he's trying to do is not be fined. Yo, check this out. Um, I only got a couple more minutes with you guys. But uh, there's one story that I wanted to talk about real quick. Um, did you guys see what happened on that United flight earlier today? Um, so United Airlines overbooks their flights. And there were four people. There were four extra people. And so they were asking for uh, volunteers for who would give up their seat so the flight could take off. Nobody volunteered. Nobody gave up their seat. I mean, they all paid for tickets to get on that flight, right? Nobody Wanted to do that. There was this one guy. He was a doctor on his way to perform surgery. And you really need to go get the video. I wish I was a TV show where I could show you the video. But the police, the airport police, the airline police literally come onto the plane and pretty much beat this guy up. And literally drag him out. Literally. I'm not exaggerating. Drag him off the plane. And people were like, you know, Snapchatting it and posting it on social media. I think he's got a Big time, big time lawsuit on his hand. I encourage you to just check it out and maybe uh, send a sternly worded letter if you feel uh, if you feel uh, you know like that should not happen with United Airlines. Um, Mikey Florio, who's coming up next on the Fantasy First Look, he says he had a bad experience in a similar vein with United Airlines where they were overbooked on the flight, but then they wound up giving him a five hundred dollar voucher, and he wound up only he only paid like a oh yeah I like that too he only paid. Like $150 for his ticket. So he raised a good question. If you're going to overbook like that, it's not worth it if you're going to wind up giving all these people vouchers and wind up losing money on it more than you would by just not selling the tickets in the first place. I really don't understand what United Airlines is doing. But please, search search for this video. It's really disturbing. You could also find it if you go to at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter. That's where you can find your boy Dane Martinez Speeds, the Spittin' Statistician. I don't know, Don, with this arm wrestling thing, though, who do you think is actually the strongest in the NFL? Who would win? Dude, James Harrison. Are you kidding me? You think it's James Harrison? Oh, my God. Even over a guy like, say, J.J. Watt? Yes. Even over J.J. Watt? That work ethic, you see that work ethic. It's, it's true, and he does oh he does God. love that acupuncture, which Harrison keeps him young that. and fresh. But I don't know. What about, like, Damon Harrison, Snacks, one of the big nose tackles, no? You're going with Harrison no matter what, huh? All day. All, all right, day. all right, all right, all right. Fine, fine, fine. Well, check it out. We're about to go to break, but when we come back, we're going to check in on our polls. I'll go around the league, give you all those updated scores in Major League Baseball, all that and more. This is Dane Martinez, Speeds, the Spitting Statistician. You're listening to the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The 
champ is here. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez. Speeds the spitting statistician. Only a couple more minutes before we go to fantasy. First look on our fantasy sports radio network stations. Want to give you some updates right now in the top of the third. The Cardinals and Nationals are tied at two. Remember when I told you to give to start Jacob DeGrom today? Well, he's given up two runs already. The Phillies are up 2 nothing on the Mets in the middle of the third inning. And uh, the other guy I told you, though, was Brandon Finnegan. He's thrown a, a shutout inning. The Reds are up 5 nothing on the Pittsburgh Pirates in the top of the second inning. Once again, final check on our poll question so far today. 92% of you guys agree with me that it's crazy that golf has this rule that callers, that viewers can call in or email and challenge you know, scoring issues and, and, and disqualifications. That is absolutely crazy, and 92% of you agree with me. And then when it comes down to the biggest story, in the last week here of the regular season in the NBA, 43% of you agree with me and my special surprise guest, Miss Lindsay McNeil, who uh, was coming in from Yankee Stadium with my fearless leader, Mike Cardano. But 43% of you guys agree that the MVP race is the biggest story right now in the NBA season. If, uh, if you're listening on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, Keep it locked because coming up next is the Fantasy First Look with the Fantasy Jesus Joe Galina, Frankie Stanfield, and Mikey Florio. Mike Florio, who agrees that United Airlines is no so good. Um, but once again, I want to give a big shout out to all of our sports byline affiliates around the country and the American Forces Radio Network, which truly make Fantasy Freestyle a global, global program. And, and just... A special shout out for the Masters in Augusta, in Georgia. I want to give a big shout out to all of our Georgia affiliates. 12:30 a.m. in Augusta, 11:00 a.m. in Atlanta, 13:50 a.m. in Blackshear, Georgia, in Brunswick, Georgia, 7:90 a.m. and in Lagrange, 6:20 a.m. WTRP. Big shout out to all you guys. This is Dane Martinez, Speeds, the Spitting Statistician, and the Fantasy Freestyle. Come on back tomorrow. We're gonna to be talking with Donnie Burns. He's gonna help us preview the playoffs in the NBA. I'm going to tell you who to start. Hopefully they do better than Jacob Grom so far today. I'm your boy Speeds, the Spitting Statistician. Aha! We out.